2022 may have not started off the way you want it to, but here's its chance to totally redeem itself with the Winter Olympics. This is Sports Curious presented by Last Night's Game. I'm your host, Amy Butch on Siegfried. Thank you so much for joining us this week to talk about the Winter Olympics. I am thrilled and so excited for them. I mean, it's been six months since the Summer Olympics. Because of COVID, we get basically two Olympic games back to back. My three-year-old son doesn't know that the Olympics don't exist every single year or every six months because that's what he knows. He's three years old. So he's going to be severely disappointed when he has to wait all the way until the Summer Olympics. But with that, let's get started diving in, talking about the Winter Olympics and those storylines that you need to follow. The Winter Olympics will kick off on Friday, February 4th and run through February 20th. Look for a few events to take place before the opening ceremony on the 4th. There will be 3,000 athletes taking over Beijing and surrounding areas to compete in the 15 sports in 109 medal events. Did you know that Beijing is the first city to host both the Winter and Summer Olympics? Just like the Summer Olympics, you will see families of the Olympians cheering from their couches just like the rest of us. Thanks to COVID, the only fans able to attend any of the events come from the host nation. One more reason to hit the couch or to throw a party is it's the first time the Super Bowl and the Olympics have run at the same time. NBC will air both which sounds expensive. Ad time is nearly sold out for both events, of which the Super Bowl has increased their pricing, charging $6.5 million for 30-second ads. According to NBC Universal, some sponsors support both events, namely streaming services. Athletes like snowboarders Sean White and Chloe Kim will be returning to the Winter Games. White will be back for his fourth and final Olympics. Another one to keep an eye on is U.S. speed skater Brittany Bowe, who gave up her spot in the 500-meter race after her competitor, who was ranked number one, fell during the Olympic qualifier. Bowe will complete in the 1,000 and 1,500-meter races along with that 500-meter race because her karma came back to her and the U.S. picked up an extra spot after some countries returned their quota spots for the event. If you want more on Team USA and profiles of some of those athletes, head on over to lastnightsgame.com. Click that podcast header. There you'll find a transcript and links to anything we've talked about today, and especially those profiles for Team USA athletes. Artificial snow is a standard feature at the Winter Olympics as host countries struggle to get enough natural snowfall to hold the event. Beijing will be the first host to rely entirely on artificial snow. For the first time in history of the Games, They will also be using carbon dioxide and ice, making it at four of their ice sports competition and training venues. By not using the traditional route of Freon, the new process will help reduce carbon emissions equal to 3,900 cars per year and cut emissions from ice making to nearly zero. Organizers would have to plant about 1.2 million trees to achieve a similar carbon reduction. Athletes on Team USA have been encouraged to use burner phones in China due to cybersecurity and surveillance risks. As anyone knows, if you've been to China, they severely censor their internet use and TV, the messages that come through. You can't get on Google. You can't go to Facebook.com. And I was watching CNN once and it completely just cut off because it was a story about Hong Kong and they didn't want you to see it. So 
That is what happened in, in China. And athletes have also been warned about speaking out about China's human rights violations. Those human rights violations caused the U.S., Japan, Britain, Australia, and other countries to declare a diplomatic boycott of the games, citing, quote-unquote, genocide and crimes against humanity. Athletes were told to stay silent while in China and that they could speak out upon returning home to ensure their safety while they're in Beijing for the games. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're as excited as we are about the Olympic Games. And like we mentioned, also the Super Bowl just around the corner. Lots of things happening. Make sure to follow us on social at last night's game for all the up-to-date information. As you know, if you've followed us for long enough, that we love the stories and the excitement and the pop culture of sports. So we'll make sure to give you extra interesting things to talk about with both of those events and beyond. Just a quick FYI as we head into the Olympics, Beijing is 13 hours ahead of the Eastern time zone and 16 ahead of the Pacific time zone. So an event that starts at 10 a.m. Beijing time on Monday will be at 9 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. So that means it's a great excuse to stay up late. The best thing you can do for your favorite podcast is head on over to wherever you get your podcast and hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcast users, we would love it if you would take a few seconds and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much is the best thing you can do for us. That also gives us a chance to learn from you and how we can continue to shape our content to meet what you would like to learn about. If you need awesome gear to wear to your Super Bowl or your Olympic parties, head on over to lastnightsgame.com and click that shop header. There we have something for everyone on your list from infants to adults, from a number one fan to a couch potato to a GSD. We've got what you want. Use promo code SPORTSCURIOUS for your listener discount. That's it for this week, and we'll see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious, specifically the Super Bowl edition of Sports Curious. Stay safe, friends. Wash your hands. Thank you.